Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready to listen to the best music podcast ever? ever. Available on six platforms: Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Store, Spotify, and more. You're listening to the When Words Fail Music Speaks podcast with James Cox and Blake Mosley. When words fail, music speaks. Interview. Hey, everybody. We are delighted to have a special guest with us today. Her name is Robin Benedict. So, Robin Benedict has been playing music independently throughout southern Ontario, Canada, and the United States since her first EP, Ride of My Life, released in 2012. A video of Robin singing Blondie's Heart of Glass which is a, a, excellent, by the way, went viral throughout Facebook in 2014, reaching 5 million people and introducing her to an instant worldwide fan base. Ladies and gentlemen, Robin Benedict. Hey, Miss Robin, how are you? Hello, I'm great, thanks. How are you doing? Good, good, good. And on the other end of this show, case is uh, my co-host, Brosley. What's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, dude? All right. So, Miss Robin, I hear, I, well, I understand that today is your birthday. Am I correct? It is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we're 21 years old, right? Yeah. 21. 21 is a good year, right? 21 forever. Yeah. Forever right. 21. That's what they meant by that store name. <laughs> right. Exactly. 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 Happy birthday. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you so much. Um, so, I, I uh, looked up the... Blondie's Heart of Glass that you covered, and that is amazing. You have an, um, such an amazing voice. Aw, thank you very much. Thank yeah. yeah, that was a whirlwind. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did you expect uh, uh, that 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 to go viral, or did you just put out the lyrics? Not at all. No? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I feel... Oh, no, no, no. My... <laughs> My friend uh, asked me for a ride to the airport, and we had been in a, a band very briefly, and we played all those 80s hits, and uh, uh, so I said, yeah, sure. So I took my guitar with me, and I said, remember that song you played in that band we were in? <laughs> and the band was called VHS, is what we call it. <laughs> oh, really? oh, nice. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah. Old and, school. Uh, and so, yeah, so then uh, I brought the guitar with me. I said, well, you're going to play it right now, and I put the my iPad into my dash. I'd never done it before. I just was like, ah, try it out. Yeah. And so then it was like a week. It was a week later that I was like, hey, wait a second. I've got, I was looking through my iPad and I saw it. And so I just 
instantly kind of hit post and then yeah it kind of went from there nice shocking so shocking cool. shocking yeah. yeah so um first yeah. question i have for you uh ma'am is uh can you remember your earliest music memory uh oh yeah um my grandfather was an organist of a church where i grew up sort of in my younger years in Mississauga. And so, yeah, you know, we used, well, on Christmas Eve, we used to surprise them. Well, it was a surprise. It became not a surprise eventually because we did it every year. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, I, would sit on the, I would sit on the piano bench with him during the Christmas Eve mass and watch him play. And, uh, and also, we used to have our Christmas carol sings at the house. So we would all sing and he would play piano. And that was, that was basically the, probably the, one of the better memories. You know, I was nine years old when I first started singing with my mom in a choir. Yeah, I had middle child syndrome, so she's like, I better spend some time with this one. Oh, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so cool. So, yeah. Um, so, uh, at what, what age did you want to become a musician? Uh, I don't think I ever really decided on that. Um, it just kind of happened to me. Yeah. I, you know... Um, got out of high school, didn't want to go to college, didn't know what I wanted to do. I was yeah. serving in restaurants, um, and I was making good money, and then I got my own apartment in my early 20s, and then and then I was going up to the open jams where the boys were playing every Sunday, and I would just go sing with the guys. Like, and um, mm -hmm. then I got a vocal instructor um, when I was 24, so sort of later on in life, like most people, if they want to learn how to sing and they've decided they want to do this, they're doing it earlier, like in their teens, right? Right. So I, um, I taught myself how to sing and then I got a vocal instructor and then, well, that just changed everything. So, um, <laughs> For the, better, then right? the, the guys were like, well, you, you've been proved quite a bit. How, how would you like to front this band? So I just started playing, uh, singing in a, an eighties rock band on the weekends and I was, and I managed to get scheduled like the day shifts during the week at the restaurants that I was working at and uh yeah I had a pretty good fun life but it eventually developed into this bigger desire I guess as you yeah um, cool. as time went on so right um so we are all influenced by somebody or something so who or what are your musical influences or who influenced you to actually you know uh, go on this uh, journey? Uh, well, Sarah McLaughlin was technically my first vocal instructor. Not oh, that she knows that. <laughs> um, <laughs> <but> I, <laughs> she doesn't know that, but I know that. She, I basically mimicked her and sang all of her albums on my little like home karaoke machine and was just basically trying to mimic her. And she's got such a dynamic to her voice. Uh, she uses every part of her voice and also Portishead. Uh, I used to Portishead sing a lot of Portishead, head, which is a lot of yeah. breathier stuff, higher pitched breathier stuff, which uh, was not is not actually where I ended up taking it. Um, much more chest. Uh, I developed my chest voice singing the rock stuff later on, and uh, but yeah, Sarah McLaughlin, Portishead, Bjork was a huge. I was a huge fan, and she was a huge influence. Um, yeah, those are like three that I can think of off the top of my head. I mean, Janice came into the mix. A little bit later, as I started to listen to more of her catalog and stuff, so right. yeah, cool. 
Lots cool. of musical influences out there. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> right. big time, yeah. Big time. So we uh, we have a listener question for you. Um, so drawing on your experiences over the past few years, uh, what advice would you give to those talented young people who may um, have to create their own big break um, by uh, self-promoting their art? Yeah. Um, so self-promoting is not an easy animal. Mm. It, it's a whole other job in itself, which is pretty much what I've been doing for the last decade or just over of right. my life. I've been singing. I've been um, uh, writing, uh, recording, uh, fundraising to, so that I can record these songs, um, promoting and being my own social media person and wearing 10 hats all the time, pretty much. Sure. So it, it can get stressful. It can get to be too much. And, and actually what I found out, um, what I found out actually with this whole COVID thing and how everything shut down in the pandemic and like getting to stop, Right. Yeah. I was running myself ragged, right? Like <laughs> yeah. to an unhealthy, to an unhealthy extent. Um, and then I just stopped when this whole thing happened. And I thought, oh my God, what am I, what am I chasing? Like, what am I looking for? So um, when I had this great life that I cultivated in my, on my own, yeah, no, I'm not rich, nor will I probably ever be, which is, but I'm rich in so many other ways, which is all sure. I really care about. Oh, yeah. So honestly, to these kids that are coming up and, you know, I am a vocal instructor, so I do teach some of these kids. Um, and my big thing is just to not, not to take yourself too seriously, not to be looking for that big break, not to be saying, well, if I could do that or if I could get to that place, then I'll be happy. If I could record that many songs, then I'll be happy. If I could, you know what I mean? This is right. where it's um, the society that we live in is can be a detriment to artists because we feel we've been told that it's going to be it's going to be a struggle that yeah. it's never going to be sustainable that you don't have a pension that you should right. go back to school that you should do all these things right you should you should you should right right and really there's nothing else i can see myself doing i mean i love kids so i plan to incorporate helping children um through music and healing in the future going forward but uh, it's always going to be musically based, whatever it is that I do. And for anyone who doesn't understand that, well, that's, that's not me. That's them, right? Um, right? Just, if that's what you love, do what you love, man. And don't do it for the money. Don't do it for the money. Oh, God. The minute yeah. you start doing it for the money and get in the chase and the, and the big break and the, and the thing that everyone's looking for, no, it's just, it's all made up. Yeah. <clears throat> Your happiness is what you make it, what you want it to be. And what, what your, um, is what your definition of happiness is. So if you're doing it for the love of it and you're doing it because, you know, <clears throat> that's how you see your life going. And that, that's all I can say. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, that, well, uh, you answered our next question by, by a previous answer, or a answer. Um, we know you've been singing for, uh, sorry about that. No, 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 no. that's okay. Um, I, I was gonna ask you how long have you been, <laughs> I was gonna ask you how long have you been singing since you said since the age of eight, right? Am I correct? Uh, or yeah, was nine, earlier? nine years old was nine. when I first started okay. in a choir with my mom, and we were singing in nursing homes together. Oh, nice, okay. Oh, cool. So, uh, can anyone learn how to sing, or is it like a like a born, uh, uh, uh thing, born notion? Um, I think that I think that a large 
percentage of the population can learn to sing. Right. Um, and you can improve, like, so tone, so the tone of my voice as I'm speaking right now is my tone of voice. It's my DNA, mm, right? That's right. kind of, that's how I sound. So you can't really teach tone. Right. Right. You can teach singing skills and proper use of, you know, all of the, all of the, um, elements of, of what it is to sing properly and sing well and project and, you know, use all those different voices and, and get, create dynamics and all of those amazing tools. You can't teach tone, but you can improve tone. Okay. So you can, yeah. so your tone of your voice is your tone of your voice. And if you really want to sing and your tone is great, you can improve that. Um, so yeah, I think a met like a vast majority of, of humans can learn sing and sing well right um some people are toned up i mean there's a way to do that if you're really determined you can actually knock that out too yeah um so yeah yeah i think the majority can i think there is a small percentage of people who maybe can't i don't know yeah. i don't know what yeah. i mean by saying that but right. anyway yeah yeah because it's but funny say, who cares just sing as sing as you love it right oh yeah right. yeah because i've seen chat all the time but but I'll tell you a funny story. Um, when I was like fourteen or fifteen, um, I was singing some kind of song, and my sister came up to me and she said, "Man, you sing like a dying whale. It sounds like a dying whale." I'm like, "What? <laughs> a dying whale?" And so, I don't know. But, but See, that's, uh, that's how children get super men- like messed up, right? In their right, early years, yeah, <laughs> when but, people. <laughs> right, yeah, but I don't really care because uh, I can sing. Yeah, because I think I can sing very well, and I, I and I just sing in the shower, so go. no one hears Perfect. me. You know? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so uh tell us about your uh janice joplin tribute show oh my goodness oh my gosh that's the that's been the biggest that's been the biggest i mean other than my my last release in 2016 that's been my biggest triumph yeah. um nice. because yeah. she's such she's got such i mean she's 50 years up, coming up this october 4th is 50 years of her since her passing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, and she still just rocks the planet with her voice, right. with right. her words, with her motion, with, she cries when she sings. There's, she's, uh, her stardom was three years. That was like, that was the, like the bulk of her, her big fame was the last three years of her life. So, yeah. talk about like, just like skyrocketed for the stars. Like, and, and uh, it's an absolute honor. It's been an honor over the years singing in bands and, and being told that I sound like her. Being yeah, told, oh, oh my God, you yeah. do such a great Janice. And like, it's just an, it's just so, what a compliment. Like coming from, sure. coming from people who are music listeners who know what they hear, you know. Um, do I think I sound like her? Exactly. No, I think totally we're, we're quite different. But I understand what they mean. I have a growl to my voice. I can, I can really dig deep. And I sing with emotion every time I open my mouth. Right. So yeah. there's a lot of traits that she and I share. Um, and funny story, I there's part of me that kind of believes that you know she is inside of me somewhere, like that she was you know reincarnated in me. We can laugh. But oh yeah, uh, <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've uh, I've always enjoyed listening to bands or singers that had a distinctive voice like you hear them and you know exactly who it is yeah. um and yeah. uh, you know like so any well, anytime janice joplin's on it's like oh man it's so good my wife loves janice joplin my mom loves janice yeah joplin. like everybody does you know? do you guys 
if you listen to your entire catalog, though, like a lot of people see, well, I love Janis Joplin, but they've only heard two songs. And right. honest to God, when I dug deep into her catalog, I was like, wow, this chickie's got, oh my God, like, like album after album of just like insanely amazing, like timeless music. Yeah. So that's when, and you know, people have been telling me year, years for years saying, you got to do a Janis Joplin tri- tribute, you know, and I was like, tribute, oh, tribute, where I dressed up and I act like somebody else. Like, it wasn't really my thing. And then I thought, you know what? What the hell am I talking about? Why not? Right? right. Yeah. So it was yeah. just a whim sort of thing. Yeah. And I happened to, after being um, in the scene for some time, probably like 15 years at that time, I had collected quite the Rolodex of like fantastic musicians that could pull her stuff off because i mean it's not it's not easy stuff sure there's nothing simple about her music as far as to be played you know um full horn band like full horn sections and like all kinds of crazy jazz notes everywhere like just blues jazz craziness like awesomeness so yeah it was a big it was a big undertaking um and the first time i did uh, a show i put on an event myself I did the, I hired everyone. I, I rented the hall. I hired the salmon. I hired the bartenders. I had my own liquor license. It was my birthday. Nice. Yeah. 2018. Okay. And it was the scariest thing I've ever, I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because what? like 16 tunes, right? In yeah. a row of hers. And like, that's one thing that nobody can really take away from her is her ability to screech out those breaking notes those high notes that are just like un, like inhuman right. for most yep. singers right exactly. Exactly. and to do it 16 twos in a row or like show after show or day after day like that I don't know how that would work out for me I don't know but um, yeah it was super challenging stuff to sing super invoking like emotionally invoking music to sing um, so like there's an, an emotional aspect that comes on with that holy like talk about just like being taken over, almost possessed by music when I was yeah. up there and have 250 of my favorite friends and fans in the audience with me on my birthday and celebrating and the band kicked ass. We only had one rehearsal and oh, wow. actually mm. I had a, I had had an anxiety attack a couple of weeks prior to that. Yeah. Yeah. And I burned my vocal cords up for the first time in my life ever where I was literally not able to sing. Wow. And I was shitting bricks. I had five grand sunk into putting this event on and I was like, I have to cancel. There's no way I'm going to be able to pull off 16 Janice tunes with no voice. Right. Um, and so I spent like a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of different resources to heal my voice in time for the show. Anyway, uh, my last um, appointment was an osteopath. Highly recommend osteopathy. Okay. For those of you who cool. are like big into like chiropractor or like um, massage therapist, whatever. Right. for healing um the osteopathy is just next level they walk around you and they just they just like shift things like touch you slightly and apparently my jaw was out of whack like it was uh offside or lopsided and my rib cage is slightly off center too so it was creating can you believe this uh my lopsided rib cage was creating inflammation in my throat to my vocal cords oh no and my and, and my jaw yeah Oh my God. Well, when something's not, your body's one full thing, right? It's supposed to work as a, as a a a group, as as one whole package. Right. Right. So when one thing is sort of off, 
the rest of goes yeah, kind of, it yeah. to create it affected my my throat my vocal cords it was creating inflammation and I oh my goodness so this one appointment I'm telling you one appointment with an osteop- osteopath and the next day was the day of the show oh wow like I was out of options man mm. and I woke up and I had a, I had my voice back so man. so yeah with some like two hours of really slow warming up and stuff to make sure that I wasn't gonna lose it you know right. Yeah, it was scary. <laughs> well, I would take. Well, well, I would take one thing. Um, on your website there is a Janice Joplin tribute tab you click on, and it has has her "I Need a Man to Love Me" cover, um, sung by yeah. Janice Joplin. And to be honest with you, you sound exactly like Janice. I couldn't, you know, I mean, it, it, when I if I close my eyes, I couldn't tell that it wasn't. You, you know, it, it was oh, Janis Joplin. Well, that's amazing. So, Thank you so much for saying that. Oh my God. I love that job. tune so much. It, it's so, like, groovy. And right. so, like, oh, so groovy. But the one thing I just was like, I struggle with this too. Um, her songs, her lyrics are all about needing a man, needing somebody else to fulfill that, fulfill her yeah. happiness and fulfill yeah. her life and stuff. And so back then, women were extremely oppressed. Um, we still are to a certain extent but yeah. um, back then it was like women that was how that was how it was you needed to find a man yeah. and so some of the wor- lyrics I struggled with with singing um, because that's not how I see myself or how I see the world today right. so it's quite an interesting thing because it's a whole generation of like wow change and you know but yeah she's a lonely woman and uh <laughs> And you can hear it in her in her music. So yeah, but well, that's awesome. That's super t- honored. To- yeah, that's totally mm-hmm. awesome. Um, seeing on your videos on Facebook and Instagram, I see you play guitar. Uh, is there any other instruments that you play right now, or have or have have in yeah. the past? Uh, uh, foot tambourine. Okay. <laughs> cool. I have a foot drum. <laughs> I have a little foot drum. I was made for me uh, when I was on tour in 2017, and like as a gift. It's like an old suitcase with like a uh, drum skin in it. Right. So I play that from with my foot. I play a foot tambo. I play the guitar. I'm like I play, I've dabbled a little bit in harmonica, but eh, it wasn't. It was yeah. I I'm a singer first and foremost. So right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I never actually I never actually really wanted to play the guitar. My parents bought me a guitar, my first guitar when I was 17, I think. Right. And I really didn't really. I wasn't digging it. I just wanted to sing. Just let me sing, man. Give me a microphone. <laughs> and, um, you know, but, but the guitar came in really handy for, like, writing some of the first songs I've ever written. Uh, one being for uh, Oblivious, which is on the first release. Um, and so that was handy, like, to be able to start to write my own music. However, I never really wanted to learn to play the guitar. I just wanted to play what I knew and, and learn, and, like, and sing and write. Right. And then one day I just decided I was done serving. In restaurants, yeah, I was done working for other people, and I quit my job and I sat down and learned thirty songs on the guitar, like in, when I was thirty. So yeah, it took me like thirteen years to actually sit down and actually take, like, actually try to self-teach myself an instrument so that I could accompany myself and so that I didn't have to depend on other people so that I could do the thing that I love to do. So, right, right. Um, yeah, that just kind of happened because I forced myself. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Then. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I guess it is. I'm not, I'm not regretting it now. No, yeah. sure. no. 
Hey Blake, um, well Blake plays the drums, so I'm wondering if he's he's heard of the, of the foot drum uh, that she mentioned yeah. earlier. Okay. So there's, uh, and I forgot which company it is, but there's a uh, there's a, a a company that I follow on, I believe it's Instagram, uh, that actually, yeah, makes makes like a drum out of uh, out of a suitcase, and it kind of works like a kick drum would. So you got a little pedal. Oh, nice. Uh, and, yeah, uh, shaky, shaky Graves, is that who you're talking about? Maybe. Shaky, it may be. Shaky Graves, yeah. He, I think he, like, he was the innovator of that. I'm pretty sure. Uh, if I'm wrong, correct. Oh, my gosh. Somebody's going to be emailing me <laughs> later on. But, um, <laughs> but uh, Shaky Graves, yeah, he plays that. I know some other guys who just take a kick drum and play that with their acoustic. Yeah. Just the kick. Yeah. Um, and if you set up the sound right, it really does add, it adds so, so much dimension yeah. to what you're doing as a solo artist because it can be really um, daunting playing solo because music is for sharing and music is for right. celebrating together. And so I got really depressed there for a while playing the same songs, you know, four or five times a week. And I mean, that's how I made a living. And so, sure. but I, I, I lost that a little bit because, you know, I'd get people coming up to me saying, well, why aren't you saying that? And right. like, what are you doing here yeah. in this little pub? And it's like, why are you yeah. taking away the thing that I'd love to do? Like, yeah. you know, people don't understand. They don't get what they're doing. Right. But it was, it eventually brought me into this really dark place. Um, and so that when I got the drum and then the foot tambo and I start tapping my foot and stuff, and that was a real, that was a real uplifting um, thing to, for me to have happen. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, definitely added to the fun for, of it for me. Right. And yeah, so now, now of course, I've put together a new band, uh, an actual, my first original band ever. However, this whole pandemic just kind of shut that down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. A little upsetting. Um, being uh, on, on that note of you becoming uh, famous, um, I looked on your, 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 one of your, your YouTube videos. And I saw somebody say or ask you, why aren't you on like The Voice or Americans Got Talent or something? And I figured, mm -hmm. and I and I know that's that's good and all, but sometimes those aren't the best things to actually go out and and get, uh, you know. Cause, wow. What what they are, but I mean, it's it's all about what you love to do, you know, and 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 shows like that aren't very. Um, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Well, it's, it's, very, it's very much, it's very much commercialized. Yes, right? yes, yeah, exactly, exactly. exactly. Yeah, and that so it, I went on. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, oh, and and I think sometimes that takes away the the love of the music for for some people on there, you know, because uh, I I know that uh -huh. the that yeah. the uh, that the TV can can really ruin the 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 aspect of you know what what you love to do, you know, when they take that away from. From some people you know yeah yeah you know what um well i had a there's another student that my vocal instructor was teaching and we both ended up getting into the top 100 of canadian idol back nice. in the day like okay nice before yeah. when canadian idol canadian idol didn't really last too long somehow canadian shows just don't ever sustain themselves i don't know why that is but there's a difference between the american um american like television and Canadian television American Idols have never stopped, whereas right. Canadian Idol was just kind of like gone after four, I think, seasons. Okay. Four, maybe, I think four, yeah. 
And but uh, he and I were in the hotel together. We were like calling our vocal instructor. We we're like so excited. And he got through. Like we got through to the very end. He got through right to the like the top twenty four that sang live for the show. And he was booted the first. He's the first one to get booted. Beautiful mm. singer, unbelievable, unbelievable singer, and young too. Like oh my god, he was nineteen. Yeah, yeah. At the time, and um, just an incredible like talent. And I ran into him actually a couple summers ago. I was doing a private event for a real estate company, and he comes walking out. And he's working for this real estate company that I just so happen to be playing <laughs> summer <laughs> barbecue or whatever. And he told me that ever since that, he never sang again. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, so TV can he mess up people. He never sang again. It, yeah. destro- it just destroyed him, actually. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't get to see the part where you get picked and you're on the top 24 and, like, what that entails. Like, you know, the contracts and, like, the – and just, like, you're under a thumb of these people, right? Yeah. And yeah. then to be booted off the very first episode, like, how devastating. But I think it was more than that. More than – just that that kind of deterred him from music, which is maybe cry. I was right. like, what? Saying exactly. what? You're amazing. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So yeah. do you have like a? We know you're a huge Janis Joplin fan. Um, but is there any other artist that you would love to collaborate with, whether they're living or dead? Oh yeah. Uh, well, oh, yeah. I mean, I'd be crazy if I'd be crazy if I didn't say Freddie Mercury. Like, hello. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my um, god. Yeah, for sure. And and a band that's alive today, my favorite band of all time. Well, I have two. Uh, it's very difficult to choose those top bands, of course, because there's so much amazing music out there. But right. my right. two very favorite bands are the Wood Brothers. Okay. And they're Americana, and also Tedeschi Trucks bands. They're okay. also Americana. Those are nice. those are two bands I would literally kill to to um, collab with one day. Yeah, it's a dream. And you know, Carlos <laughs> Santana, I'd love to. I'd love to work with yeah. that guy. I'd love to get him playing guitar yeah. on some of the new music I got, I've got coming out. I'm in the studio again, which is great. Um, cool. Getting depressed there for a bit with this whole COVID thing and sure. being back in the studio. And I sold a bunch of my stuff. I sold a keyboard, I sold whatever, a loop pedal, and I was just like, get me in the studio. So sold yeah. a bunch of my stuff to get some money down for my producer. So I'm recording two new songs, two new singles coming out this year. Oh, nice. Awesome. Good. And we Keep an eye out for yeah. those. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I um, I uh, saw your post, and I think they're, all, they're going to be on Spotify. Oh, yeah. They're all over. They'll be across the board. Okay. Be, uh, okay. Nice. They'll be across all the cool. platforms. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Well, Janice Joplin's 50th anniversary is coming up, and I wrote, I actually wrote a song about her to her. Oh, cool. Okay. Nice. Um, yeah. And I felt compelled to do that, and it just kind of sort of came out of me. And actually, I'm trying to, I'm going to get, um, I'm going to go through SoCan and have her credited as a, as a co write. So, oh, nice. um, yeah, right. <laughs> um, maybe her family will get some residual money from that, but um, gotta do it because it basically wrote itself. There's 12, 12 song titles of hers that came in through the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, good. Oh, cool. oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and also one of her my, her very famous quotes, and the quote is, um, "The more you live, the less you die." So I use that there you go. That's, as a that's theme, amazing. sort yeah. of. <clears throat> yeah, so that's coming out October fourth with a with a beautiful video tribute to her life. Okay. Cool. 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 
Okay, so there are, as as you know, there are thousands and millions and hundreds of songs uh, uh, out there in the world today. Uh, what is the one song you wish you written? If you had any any pick of any song you could, you could have you know written, which one would it be? The one song. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's oh hard. Isn't it? Oh my god, I'm sorry. Pressure. Yeah. I would have to say. Honestly, I'd have to say "Soul Shine" by Almond Brothers. Okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Is, is there a reason why? There's something really uplifting about that tune. I can't. Oh well, it's gotta let your soul shine. You right. know. Which is really what this whole life is all about, you know. Sure. Um, Absolutely. So I guess the message, I'm very much lyric oriented, oriented, especially as you probably noticed with my own music, um, uh, in like sending, putting out a positive message to the world if I if I possibly can through music, and that 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 song sends out probably the most positive message that a human could could um, be so grateful to hear. I guess you know. Yeah. Let your soul shine. Right. Right. Yeah, we need that too. Yeah, for we sure. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Um. So, are there uh are there any instruments that you wish you could play? Um. That's another hard question. If I said tuba, <laughs> if I said tuba just for a laugh, would that be funny? Oh, I don't know. Cool. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> no, I that. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Uh, you know, probably piano. Probably piano, only because, yeah. I mean, the, the music knowledge that comes with playing piano is so so incredibly never-ending. <clears throat> and my grandfather was an organist, you know, and so when I was 14, I think, he he was giving me free piano lessons, which I didn't realize how free and lucky I was to yeah. have free piano lessons. But it was my grandpa, and it was like, I was like, I was a, you know, I was a rebellious teenager, and... I didn't really care. I just cared about fitting in with my friends and, and doing, you know, stupid kid shit. Yeah. I didn't really, it wasn't really, I wasn't focused on too much back then. So I missed that boat, learning how to play piano. And it would have really just um, accentuated and, and improved my, my songwriting abilities and, and just give me another outlet, an avenue to, uh, to create music with. So yeah, piano, I have to say piano for sure. Great, incredible instrument. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, we thank you very much, Rob, Miss Robin, for uh, coming on the show. Um, but just one, one last question I have to ask you: Where did you uh, hear about us? Oh, where did I hear about you? Yes, I believe. I believe was it was it my publicist Tracy? Um, Tracy, or was it my friend J- JP that? There you go. You That's it. That's him, JP. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, JP, what a guy. Okay. He, um, <laughs> he's he's been coming to my shows for about well, probably over four years now. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, we just had our four year anniversary friendship anniversary. Right. Um, nice. and he just became like near and dear to my heart. Um, over the years and uh, we've become very close friends and he's always he's always messaging people and getting people um, getting the word out about, about me he's such a um, such a loving human and uh, supportive 
human. So he he did contact you guys. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. He cool. he contacted me instantly. So you guys check out check out this uh singer. She's really great. And, and I'm like, oh crap! I better you know get in contact with her. And lo and behold, here we are. You know. So. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> on the birthday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On your birthday. Yeah, on your birthday. Happy birthday on again. Birthday. And Absolutely. if you want to get a hold yeah. of Robin uh, Benedict, here are her links. Her website is http www.robinbenedict.ca. Uh, she's got a SoundCloud yeah, account. Huh? That um, website is under construction, but it's, it's being revamped, which I'm very excited about. Okay, too. nice. Cool. Nice. Okay. So she's got a SoundCloud account, and it's soundcloud.com slash Robin Benedict with fantastic music. Uh, Facebook page is facebook.com slash Robin Benedict Music. And Instagram, uh, instagram.com Robin Benedict Music. And she's on her YouTube channel. Uh, it's youtube.com slash Robin Benedict. I love it that you, that you say it's consistent with your name, you know? Yeah. That's amazing. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. Sure, we no sure. no sure we thing. we are we are great great gr- grateful to you that you came on and uh uh told us you know what everything is about music and what mu- music means to you. So we greatly appreciate you you coming on. Absolutely. So. Well, thanks. It was yeah, it was great chatting with you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah you sure too. Thing. Thank you. Been listening to the When Words Fail Music Speaks podcast. Stay tuned for more and thank you for listening.